my name's Claire McGarry. I'm the development manager for Sustain Northern Rivers. I live in Brunswick Heads. Sustain Northern Rivers is a network of 27 regional organisations from Tweed Heads down to Grafton and inland to Kyogle who have agreed to work together for actions on climate change in the areas of food and energy and transport for this region. How did you get involved in something like that? It's a, it's a funny story actually. My, the last 10 years I've spent working in the music industry and sold my booking agency just over a year ago now and I heard about this network and a role, this role came up which I applied for and luckily for me um, the people who were kind of in charge of hiring for it saw that correlation between the music industry and things like climate change because it's all about mediation and negotiation and really just about people and relationships and interactions. So yeah, that's kind of how I came. I was really lucky to get chosen for the role and I've been loving it. We moved up here from Melbourne just under three years ago. Um, both my partner and I relocated our businesses up here to take up a music industry development contract with Arts Northern Rivers, um, which was just a 10-month kind of shot, which was great. Um, it was really good to get to know people as soon as we got up here through work and get to know the industry that quickly. Did you think you'd end up staying up here? Yes. <laughs> Tell us why. We all know why. Yeah, straight away. Everything. I mean, we, we were living in Fitzroy in Melbourne, which is an unreal little part of the world, but... As soon as we moved up here, our whole lifestyle and priorities and everything changed. And it, everything became slower and beach before and after work. And it just, yeah, it completely changed our perspective, really. Wait till you've been here 10 years. I know. I hear you have to be here 10 years to be considered a local. So we've still got a way to go. <laughs> so what's your own food journey been like? Well, um... It's funny, I came from a family of five kids. I come from a family of five kids, so a big thing for our family was always food and big meals together and eating as quickly as you can so that your brothers don't steal, the, steal your meal. So I've always really grown up with a very healthy love of food. And in Melbourne, kind of started to discover things like farmers markets and little farm gates not too far outside the city. but. Melbourne winters are pretty, pretty hard time to get up at 7am and go to the markets. So I kind of got interested in food then, but moving up here and finding this farmer's market and meeting the farmers that kind of have stalls here and have farms around here and chatting to them, you know, I became quite, I have become quite obsessed. I love it and everything that we do and think about revolves around food really. And I think for me, a big turning point was not long after we moved up was that, was that first lot of big floods through this area and storms and, yeah, it was crazy. And we were kind of there at home watching these storms and watching trees fall down and the river flood and everything and, you know, thinking how crazy it was. But then coming here and seeing how much it had affected the stallholders here and that they had such little produce and speaking to them about what had happened on their farms... It just, it really blew my mind and the food that week that we bought here tasted a thousand times better because, you know, it was one of 20 tomatoes that were left on that farm that week. So yeah, it's really, um, it's really been an interesting journey for us. It puts it into perspective as well because this is the life of the people that live here. This is their life, so it's so important for the support that we give the local growers, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of reasons to eat local food and to shop at the farmer's market and all of that. But I think 
even the idea of if we don't support our local farmers, what happens to that land that they're farming? And, you know, does that then become housing estates or industrial estates? And all of a sudden, say, that beautiful Bangalore Road Drive doesn't become rolling hills, it becomes built up supermarkets. <laughs> this is the best supermarket. Absolutely, absolutely it's the best. So tell us what you're working on at the moment. Well, Sustain Northern Rivers is broken into those three groups, working groups I told you about, that are food, energy and transport. And the food group is launching a campaign during May called Think Global, Eat Local. And it's basically aimed at increasing the number of people eating local food in the Northern Rivers and also improving the viability of farming in the region. It's a really big issue for farmers around here. So it's a month-long campaign. The biggest kind of aspect of it is an Eat Local competition, which is run um, through the sustainfood.com.au website or through, there's a free iPhone app called My Food Northern Rivers. And it basically, you can plug in where you are or what kind of food you're looking for and it gives you local options around the place. So that includes producers and farm gates or farmers markets or... Um, shops that stock local produce or restaurants that use local produce. So the idea is that you can download that app or go to the website and then you go to your farmer's market or your favourite farm gate or whatever and take a photo and write a review and you go in the drawer to win a bunch of prizes throughout the month. There's prizes every week. So there's things like um, dinners for two at some of the kind of top locally restaurants around the place and hampers from farmer's markets and oh, a whole range of things but it's all on the website. So that's kind of the key crux of the campaign, but then there's a bunch of events happening across the region. So things like workshops on healthy cooking on a budget using local produce, which is actually you know, quite a big mental hurdle for a lot of people because there's this connection between eating local being more expensive, which actually doesn't need to be the case at all. Um, there's workshops in community gardens on soil health and how to grow your own food. There's some sustainable agriculture field days happening on farms around the place. I'm doing one-on-one -on -one training with council staff across all seven councils on how they can best support our local food systems to get that kind of government backing, I guess. And there's going to be a big food forum between farmers and manufacturers and restaurant owners to kind of discuss what barriers there are to getting more local produce kept in the region and look at ways that we can overcome that. So things like collective buying from farmers markets or using local distribution hubs. Yeah, there's a whole range of stuff and it's pretty exciting. It's, um, <laughs> it's exciting that so much is happening in this little burst around food and hopefully get some momentum happening across the region. What kind of planning does it take to you know, create something like this and what's the structure in the organisation that you work in? I'm very fortunate because it's 27 organisations, it's been set up by some really amazing people a few years ago under this notion of distributed leadership. So basically the complexity of climate change and these food issues means that no one organisation really has the resources or the mandate to deal with all the interrelated issues. The idea is that each of these 27 organisations takes their own little part and their own little role and we all come together and figure out how we can make it work. So for example with May most of the events are being run by one of our members who are then feeding me their info and any help that they need and we're doing a big promotional campaign behind it. So what could potentially be a massive kind of 
undertaking for one campaign becomes just a little bit of everyone doing something throughout that month and it's a really nice way to work really I mean I'm not employed by any one organization they've all put in money to hire me for a certain period of time to kind of get them together and g them up a little bit it sounds very sustainable it does sound sustainable well fingers crossed and organic yes yeah I mean it's I think the kind of change that needs to happen that can't be from the top down and it can't be one person telling or one organization telling people what to do it really has to be about people looking at what they individually and as an organization can do and how that fits into the greater scheme of what's happening in the region from the end of April there'll be a lot more media around um, how you can be involved the competition is definitely start of May to end of May but the idea is I mean, like I described earlier, what happened to us was that we came to the farmers markets and fell in love with it, and now it's every Friday before work, that's what we do. The idea is just to make that small change in people's mind around food. While there's all this stuff happening around it, that they then choose what way is best for them to support local food. And that can be, you know, people have time constraints and all kinds of things that make it harder. But even things like asking their local supermarket which produces from this region or oh. it's like consumer demand as well exactly exactly and it's it's at the point now where nationally and internationally there's definitely awareness from the supply end that there are things we need to be doing to stock more local food but commercially these are businesses and they need to know that people will buy it if they you know that people look for local produce and value local produce otherwise for them it's a bad business model so Consumer demand and people asking questions about where their stuff comes from is a massive part of it. And supporting it rain or shine. Exactly, exactly. Get out your gumboots and your hoodies. (laughs) If you can just give us the contact for anyone that wants to be involved or wants to find out more information. Yeah. So the best bet initially is to go to the website, which is sustainfood.com.au. That has a bunch of information on what's happening throughout the month, how you can be involved, blah, blah, blah. And also my contact details on there as well. And I guess for me, there's so, as I said before, there's so many global and environmental reasons to eat local. And I'm not discounting them in any way. But for me, it's it's a selfish thing. It makes me feel better. It's more nutritious. You know, you get out amongst your community, you meet people and all those brilliant environmental outcomes are just such a bonus on top of that it doesn't need to be about the greater good you can do it for you you know it makes a difference to your life and we're eating seasonally which we're eating what grows around us at the same time that we're living here so it just makes sense doesn't it absolutely and it means it means we waste less because you know that we've got a bit of a connection to the food that we're buying and I guess it's about our kids growing up knowing that oranges don't come in a packet and yogurt comes from a cow or sheep or wherever you're getting it from and having that connection that that herbs can grow outside the door and don't come from a little bottle. I think um, it's a really important thing to know for our future. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you.